0: The Playful Psychologist podcast is hosted by me, Emily Hanlon, a clinical psychologist who primarily works with children and adolescents. This podcast has been designed to offer support to new psychologists who may feel as though they are drowning in uncertainty. It has also been designed to inform and educate parents and teachers on all things child development, Along with some special guests, I explore different aspects of child development including developmental disorders and emotional regulation, while also advocating for those who may be falling through the cracks in our current system. Hey guys and welcome to this week's episode of the Playful Psychologist podcast. I hope you guys have had a good week. Um, I guess I wanted to start off today by Um, saying that I want to talk about autism and anxiety but before I delve into that I want to just mention that if you haven't already figured out by now when it comes to my podcast I really want them to be short snippets of information so that you can like take those pockets of information and then go oh this is a topic I want to research more on because I really firmly believe that you can't necessarily get all the information you need off like a you know a podcast or whatever so my hope for the episodes are that they give you that snippet of information um, and then You can then go and research that further if that's what you want to do. But you don't have to if you don't want to. I also think that, you know, as psychologists, as teachers, as therapists, as mums, we're so time poor that like, I don't know about you guys, but I never finish a podcast that's over like a half an hour because I quite frankly don't have the time. So that's why I want to keep these nice and short and sweet. So you can listen to them on the way back from school drop off or while you walk to get a coffee or on your way to work. Just really short snippets. So yeah, I just wanted to preface today's episode with that because yes, as you guessed it, it is another short one. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, let's chat about anxiety and autism. So obviously we know that they are completely separate conditions, right? Autism is a pervasive developmental disorder and anxiety is a mental health condition. However, a lot of children with autism are also comorbidly diagnosed with anxiety. So for those that don't know, a comorbid diagnosis is when someone has two or more conditions at the same time. So other common comorbidities are autism and ADHD, anxiety and depression, on. So anxiety and autism, like I said, are obviously separate conditions, but they do interact with each other. And children with autism are more likely to develop anxiety due to the neurological differences in their brain. There are differences with their sensory um, processing systems and difficulties regulating those systems. There's difficulties with communication, accepting and adapting to change, social skill difficulties, and often that feeling of being misunderstood by adults and other children. So I want to break those down for you and talk about how or why I guess it's more likely for a child with autism to develop an anxiety disorder Um as opposed to a typically developing child now obviously that being said typically developing children do also develop mental health concerns but today I purely want to talk to you guys about why children with autism are more susceptible to anxiety conditions so I guess let's start off by maybe looking at brain structure and a child's brain structure in young children with autism there are some brain structure differences that can impact a child's ability to regulate big emotions so firstly we've got the amygdala which is the part of our brain that's responsible for the generation and expression of emotions and in children with autism this area of the brain is enlarged which means that these kids may experience high levels of anxiety in reaction to something that seems quite small or insignificant to you or i or you know their neuro typical peers. Secondly in children with autism there's a lot of research that shows us that the amygdala and the frontal cortex which is the part of the brain responsible for recognizing and regulating emotions may not be well connected or may not be in sync and that can make it really difficult for you know, children with autism to recognize their anxiety and also utilize known strategies in the moment to help them calm down. So I guess that there shows you that even from like a biological perspective, there are some differences there. And we also need to look at sensory hypersensitivity and anxiety, because when children are overly sensitive to any sort of sensory input, they may feel increased anxiety about going into situations where that painful sensory experience has occurred in the past. For example, going to school because the school bell is too loud or the teacher has raised their voice in the past. And they may also have anxiety about when that painful sensory experience will occur next so you know it's that anticipation of, of stress. Likewise children with autism who have communication difficulties struggle to understand nonverbal communication which is responsible for 90% of our communication which is a pretty staggering statistic if you think about it. So when children with autism can't understand what we're trying to say to them or can't you know read those non-verbal cues around them they may feel really anxious about the way other people are communicating with them or simply find people really confusing and unpredictable so for example a child may interpret a phase literally like you're on fire and that can be extremely or confusing for a child and result result in anxiety about engaging in social interactions in the future because they find them so confusing and so foreign and so um, nonsensical. So it's really important to understand those sorts of things as well and how they contribute to anxiety. And if we look again at difficulties that children with autism have when there's big transitions or big changes in routine, we can understand that children with autism find routine really, really soothing and predictable. So when there is no routine or a significant change in routine, it can be really difficult for a child to understand what to do, how to act, or what to expect um, in the future. And that all results in future anxiety. And finally, if we look at the social skill difficulties that children with autism have, because they have difficulties understanding people, understanding social rules and standards and interacting appropriately, they may find social situations really aversive and confusing, which could provoking anxiety they could um, experience other children and adults as over the top and intrusive which could also contribute to anxiety they could feel anxious about interacting with others just in general and they may have negative experiences with other children and adults which causes future anxiety so for example they've been bullied or excluded or made fun of and because of these negative experiences, young children may feel anxious about social situations and worry about future social failures or future, future soul, uh future social mistakes there's a tongue twister for you so yeah I just wanted to use this episode to highlight those differences there because I think a lot of people assume that yes anxiety and autism are maybe comorbid but they don't interlink but there are some very strong things there present in a child with autism that make anxiety more likely and I just really wanted to reiterate that to you guys today so I hope that little snapshot or little strategy snapshot was really helpful for you guys if you have any questions please send me an email the psychologist at gmail.com or dm me at the playful psychologist i hope you guys have a great week see you later